Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. We are celebrating St. Patrick's Day as we enjoy the great outdoors. KXL's John Eric Smith is exploring the Portland Park that's allegedly home to a group of leprechauns. It's all part of this week's So Much to See. Longtime Portlanders know about Mill Ends Park, the bite-sized piece of landscaping on Southwest NATO Parkway and Taylor in downtown Portland. The city at some point in uh, the post-World War II era and the decades that followed had a sort of lamppost-sized hole in the median on NATO Parkway. And uh, lampposts never materialized for whatever reason. It's lost to history. That's Mark Ross with Portland Parks and Recreation. He says the park received its name and magical reputation from Dick Fagan, a columnist for the Oregon Journal newspaper. Uh, writing his Mill Ends column decided that would be Mill Ends Park. And he claimed to be the only person who could see the leprechauns that lived there, including the head leprechaun, Patrick O'Toole. This being Portland, people kind of glommed onto that because it's awesome. And it became a real city park in 1976 on what else? St. Patrick's Day. And uh, it has been the site of many, many memorable festivities and is in the Guinness Book of World Records, of course, as the world's smallest park. Coincidentally, in addition to the world's smallest park, Portland is also home to one of the largest city parks in the world. We have the largest urban forested park in the lowest 48 states, which is, of course, Forest Park. Portland parks are apparently all about extremes. And I would encourage people who go visit to look out for traffic, of course, because it's in the middle of the median, but also just explore the entire park. It's about 18 inches across with a shamrock-shaped base, but you can get a totally different perspective from the south side versus the north side, for instance, Uh, and, you know, the the underutilized east side even with the skyline in the background. It's it's quite a sight to see with an 18-inch Pine tree, I believe it's in the middle right now. Now, you would be forgiven for thinking that giving full park status to a two-foot spot of land in the middle of a busy road is a tad bit silly. But you have to admit, it is oh so Portland. Where else but Portland are you going to have a site that a lamppost just never went in for some reason? And everyone embraces it from neighbors to city government officials to make it an actual city park with its own weeding and watering and care schedule. We have a horticulturalist who crosses over from the oh slightly larger waterfront park to take care of Millens because it's just so fun. Over the years, the park has been the scene of protest, presidential visits, and it's even been featured on The Daily Show. Now, if you plan on visiting the park to see the O'Toole clan as part of your St. Patrick's Day celebration, you should know that, according to legend, the little people can only be visible on St. Patrick's Day at night under the light of a full moon, and that's not going to happen for another 18 years. John Eric Smith, FM News 101.